Good evening. It's Thursday, October 27, 2022. Welcome back to Boomerist Tonight, your nearly daily source for news and politics. I'm Risen Lady Heathen. Hey, Ethel, what's up? It's our show from other millennial news podcasts. You got him again. <laughs> we have a boomer, and not to say any boomer, we have Mr. Boomer Rex himself. Yeah, good evening. You two eat, sleep, and breathe politics, and I'm still learning as three unique perspectives we share along with the facts from our literal round table Estelle and i watched the third tremors and we're going to discuss that later but first All let's right. dig right into our headlines uh radiation storms what's this <clears throat> so in 2012 japanese physicist uh fusa masaki discovered a spike in the radioactive radiocarbon content of tree rings from 774 AD. Um, it was so big that several ordinary years worth of cosmic rays must have arrived all at once. So as they looked at more and more and more tree rings, they discovered events in 993 AD, 663 AD. Uh, what is this? Two sevens, two nines, two sixes. Interesting. Um, if you're into numerology, you'd go crazy. <coughs> If they cared and, about that kind of thing. And prehistoric events in 5259, 5410, and 7176. <clears throat> so, if you make the assumption that these were from a, a solar spike, right, a super flare, right, some of these flares were 50 to 100 times bigger than the Carrington event. Whoa. Right, so there'd be no electricity in the U.S. for years. If it specifically struck the U.S.? Um, if it struck the world, yes. So even if they're not facing the sun during the... It can be worse on the backside. So it comes around... Wraps around. And yep. then pushes back yep. down? Yep. Interesting. Uh, anyhow. Um, so, uh, fascinating... Although if you look at it really closely, some of these events, assuming we understand the growth cycle of the trees and so forth, and the way we detect them is they create carbon-14, right? Carbon-14 now decays at a known rate, right? So you can look at the carbon-14 and go, oh, <laughs> there was an awful lot of carbon-14 here to start with. So... Um, the problem is solar flares don't necessarily fit. Some of these events appear to be spread over, you know, length of time like a year, which is not a solar flare, right? Um, the other thing is these events do not map well into the 11-year solar cycle, right? So now some of these are far enough back. You know, has it always been an 11-year solar cycle? I don't know. Has it drifted? I don't know. Um, but it's an interesting thing. I feel like we'd also remember if there were, right, years where the sky was broken. Or did I miss the part where we haven't had one since? We've had some sort of uniform writing code. Um, the most recent was 663 BC. Oh, no, sorry. The most recent was 993 AD. Yeah, there might have been some records from that. It seems like, and this was this is one of the is this one of the ones that lasted a year. Ah, oh, no idea. Okay. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah. 
So, and if it were from cosmic rays, this is a big cosmic ray event. Yeah. Right. So we're talking, um, thank God, not really nearby supernova or, right, you know, something yeah. odd. So anyway, just interesting. Um, and I brought it up because if it was a, sol a solar super flare, um, these were big, 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 big flares. Hell yeah. So do it. How does it, but like you said, like flares don't last a year? Um, again, they're still studying them. Um, yeah, could you have had a really, really active solar year? Yeah, maybe. Is and it so creates carbon-14 in the environment, which it takes trees a while to hunt down. Yeah, you could make arguments about why, but still. Is uh, solar the only way this radiation could have been spread? No, nearby um, supernova could have done the same thing. So a nearby supernova would have stripped the Earth of its atmosphere. So um, anyway, galactically just, just but, but I'm yeah. just wondering if something like an asteroid strike or uh, um, uh, you have to explain how the asteroid strike produced carbon fourteen. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I don't understand. No, it's no. only stars that do. Well, that's all I'm saying. Is <coughs> Just, Only stars can generate this energy. Okay, that was what I was getting at. Like, it couldn't be a volcano or anything yeah. like that. Is I suppose if you had a comet or an asteroid that was insanely rich in carbon-14, right? So carbonaceous and had been near the sun for a long period and so forth and so on, maybe it would distribute enough carbon-14 worldwide to... Right. So, anyway... But nothing about the collision produces carbon fourteen. Yeah, yeah, it would no, have had that, to have been there. Okay, fine. Yeah, so that was in the impact. I just wasn't sure if there was some other explanation yeah. that could potentially cover this sort of. Again, I know nothing about this, so I was I was just asking if something else could have been the cause of it. Well, it, they're it called. Like, if you want to Google likely. it, they're called Miyake events. M I Y A K E. So very cool. All right, so that's interesting. So I caused a slight problem. I gave him a headline to read that he's going to find really interesting. Yeah. Internet, so I caused a problem with her. This is when you should like, comment, subscribe. If you've been enjoying this content, we like bringing it to you. But we're going to need your help. We're going to need some money because my cat needs an operation and an airship to conduct said operation. There you go. So, about damn time, or... I don't no, know what the next um, is. How to show desperation with Putin. Yeah, yeah and that's one of the reasons I continue to cover the Ukraine <laughs> is Putin is clearly getting more and more yeah. and more desperate, right? I mean, Nailed the stuff he's babbling no longer even makes sense. Um, so today he had a very important speech and he did all the familiar swipes against the U.S. and its allies and Western elites are playing a dangerous, bloody, and dirty. Hey, fucktard, you're the one who invaded your Ukraine. You're oh, but... the fucking terrorist. You your get... troops are the fucking terrorists. Yeah. And at some point, we're going to hang you. You didn't get to the part where he says it's because of us. Yeah, well, it's always because that. of us. Western elites. <laughs> yep. Right? That's us. We the Western elites. He said power over the world is what? so-called West is banking on. It's their own game, and it's a bloody game. It's a dirty game. 
it denies all the sovereignty of country. You haven't got a military to defend your sovereignty. You should shut the fuck up, pooty boy. Can't even find fucking tires that hold air. No, but I do think he has found something. What? So, the headline you both saw about how far-right groups are plotting attacks on the U.S. energy sector. Uh-huh. Materials include documents that help serve groups and individuals carrying out such attacks, including maps, manuals, instructions on vulnerabilities, electrical infrastructure, readily accessible methods, disruptor operations. Now, hold on. Tell me what sounds weird. Or, like, raise your hand when it sounds weird. Uh, express ties to a number of anti-government group ideologies, mostly far-right neo-Nazi beliefs, but also including eco-militancy, as well as those supportive of Islamic State. My hand went right? pretty, pretty much almost instantly. That's somebody poking all of the American yeah. crazies, several of which are on, right, diametrically opposed yeah. ideologic, right? If they met each other at the electrical substation, they're going to shoot at each other more than the Transformers. Don't shoot a Transformers the internet. Yeah. But. Well, again, we know that um, Russia has spent $5 million so far this year on propaganda organs in the United States, which I personally think we should shut down. Um, and that's the ones we can figure out. Oh, yeah. That's the ones where we can trace them. Yeah. Right. This so, would be trivial to run out of a suitcase. Yeah. And this is, if this is Russian, it's better than most of their recent shit. Yeah. So, I, I there has to be a competent part of Russia. There has to be one competent facet. And, well, two, because I believe the Russian people are. Which is why you should kill those troops and Wagner kids coming home. Because yeah. if their unit left with kids duct taped to the side of their vehicles, they're not humans. They're not the kind of Russians you want. Yeah. Or they're the kind of Russians I would trade you looking for. And then little Pootie Boy, yes, true sorry. to his Republican roots, um, had to go after the gays. Right. Oh, yeah. Says, and whatever they want, you know, with gay parades, yeah. but they don't dictate the same rules for Russia. And so they've now cracked down again on yeah. same-sex relationships. It's the standard. How do you appeal to the Trumpistas? Motherfucker would be hosting CPAC this year if it weren't for Ukraine. Yeah, absolutely. Instead, they had to have Putin light. So, he said Thursday in Moscow that they had never intentionally said anything about using nuclear weapons. I think we can probably find the fucking recordings. So hey, they're going to argue dirty bomb. And like asshole falls under NBC, right? Then shut up. No, they talked about the nuclear option. Putin talked about oh, the nuclear fine. option. Fuck him. Yes. Well, I mean, they can't even keep track of the lies they've told. Well, yeah. He's right? blaming Incompetent to their... use nukes, even though he aggressively did at least one. Incompetent to their little third world core. Yep. Signed. People in glass failed states. Yep. But hey, turns out though, Russia, we can still manufacture our shit. We're just giving it to Ukraine and they're just fucking you up by the numbers. Wow, you better hope we don't actually have a secret plan to invade you after this because yeah. it sounds like you're really depleted. We just left the Ukraine. You used all four of your yeah. hypersonics. We'll let the Ukraine weaken you, and then NATO can just stomp your butt. No, what I fucking love, what I find goddamn hilarious is we've done it to them again. We've tricked the major players in Warsaw to chase a technology that has no profitability and is hugely expensive. Yes. Like, hypersonics are bullshit, and they're going for it again. Yeah. And they're harder to intercept, but... 
I tell you what, on this in this case, I'd rather work the interceptor than the missile. So, because I think I can get in front of you without being hypersonic. Yeah. Up, um, oh, Joe Biden has the perfect answer. He does not intend to meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin when they attend the G20. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Why would he? I mean, sooner I would stiff meet with the Russian president staff. of Djibouti or some other economic power instead of the failed state of Russia. Yeah. So. Sounds good. So Putin couldn't shut up. He says the world faces the most dangerous decade since the end of World War II. You know, that kind of involves the belief that Russia is dangerous. And I don't think it is. So anyway, this was in front of the Vidal, uh, I'm sorry, Valdai Discussion Club in Moscow. Yeah, right. And let's see what else. Oh, excellent. You have a fucking GDP the size of the state of New York. Yeah. And in a nice way, outside of one cold September Tuesday, Americans don't give a flying fuck about the whole ass state, let alone one dirty little boring city. So, I wouldn't have gone to war with the only hyperpower on the planet. You're falling apart and we haven't even moved yet. So, um, and then the last one, the opposition leader in, in exile from Belarus has demanded that Alexander Lukashenko be held accountable for his regime's complicity in the Ukraine war. Yes. And for the Russian soldiers to withdraw from Belarusian soil. Now, the big thing they were doing in Belarus, that's where the, they took all the injured Russians. They took them to hospitals in Belarus where they could control the story until the story got so big they couldn't control it anymore. Turns out. So, yeah, they just keep losing troops. Should have brought more mobile crematoriums. Yep. Just list them as MIA. Yeah. So, you got to love it. Again, it's a little third world tin pot dictator banging yeah. on the table. So, hey, take your shoe off. That's got a history. Beat on the beat on the podium. It worked too well for you as it did for fucking. No, not Khrushchev. Yeah. 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 Okay. <coughs> All right. Which looked who looked exactly like what he was, which was an old worn out coal miner. No. So. Uh, do we have more uh, no. Putin talk? Okay, so let's move on to just fuck them. Oh, God. So first up is the Wisconsin state moron. I didn't know states had, you know, specific morons. But Ron Johnson, yeah, he's the Wisconsin state moron. Um, he's the latest Republican to insist that kids are using litter boxes <laughs> in school as part of a rant uh, attacking transgender root, uh youth. Um, he says one of the things COVID did was parents were looking over their kids' shoulders and they became aware of the indoctrination of our children by radical left Jesus Christ. And that's the job of the what preacher, the less known on Sundays. Yes. And at youth group. Yeah. Um, he went on to say he heard on a, a radio talk show that England's National Health Service has declared transgender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he says, children should not receive gender-blocking drugs or sex change operations 
when in reality gender-affirming surgeries are not performed on minors. Period. I, they're going to fuck so, around, and my answer is going to be cool, nor should they receive Bibles. Um, if I were a parent and you handed my child a Bible oh, in school, yeah. well, I, I would go nuts on you. Yeah, but no one's getting gender-blocking meds at school. Yeah, peace. But, and I laugh about the litter boxes, but I'm telling you, when I was in high school, I ran in a crowd... We would have put fucking litter boxes yes. in the bathrooms. We'd have done it for goddamn absolute sure. Yes, no, that troll gene runs deep in America. I know. The problem with that is, that's how we got the fucking China's having a coup noise and all the rest of shit. Yeah. Because fucking satire is dead. Satire was dead long before those Charlie Hebdo kids did, but let's at least put that in the fucking coffins with them and be like, that's what killed satire. Yeah. And then we can get rid of the fucking onion, who I loathe. And kind of wish would get Charlie Hebdo. Oh. Um. Again. I know. We aren't. We cannot fucking do satire. Right. Well, you just look at the number of Republicans who have been found tweeting out stuff, which was labeled satire or in the original. Or don't shit the left babbling on about the thing they saw about genetically modified. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah, no, the dumbest motherfuckers have trouble with it. Um, it's the same reason, right, this uh, sovereign citizen garbage? Then get rid of the ghastly fucking fringe. Because <laughs> first off, it makes it look trashy as shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's trashy on fucking military flags, but the military's allowed to do what they want as long as they're not molesting each other or what occurs. So, yep. And then you're done, right? They don't have any of this thing they can... And they will always find something to babble about, but... Anyway. Yep. Next, it's, oh, so, it is so sad. Kanye West has had a really bad week since he went all yeah. anti-Semitic. You mean yeet? And then doubled down. Kanye West. So, anyway. Um, the campaign against Jewish people was adopted by Nazis. And then, of course, Tucker Carlson welcomed him on a primetime show to explain himself. Well, and he further embarrassed him. That those happened the other way around. First, the King Nazi brought him. I mean, Tucker Carlson brought him on. And then those Nazis held up the 405 better. But yeah, who knows? I just want to say something anyway, about Tucker Carlson. So after Adidas um, uh, canceled his shoes, he went to Skechers just... Yeah. Went in with a team with cameras and it was stuff. It going to work out for him. He was going to. Well, he them. was sure. He was sure they would take his line. They Don't they know him out of the is? building? So I love it. Yeah, <clears throat> I guess he didn't bother googling up the fact that oop, owned by a Jewish family. Well, probably not going to be down with your fucking anti-Semitism. His uh, turns out those, you know, co-marketing agreements and so forth were worth about one and a half billion dollars. Yep. And they're gone. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. no, the nice thing about this is there is a non zero percent chance this also costs Kim Kardashian something in the end. Yeah, we could hope so. Because um, he's likely to end up in a position where he can sue her for increase in child support. <laughs> I love it. Yep. No, I <laughs> fuck the Kardashians. Anyway, so before he was worth around $2 billion, now he's worth around $400 million. And fuck he lost him. TJ Maxx. Yes. So, on top of Adidas and everything else. Yeah. And I, you know, DJ Maxx wasn't the big piece, but still. No, Adidas well, was the big piece. Yeah. He thought it was so big they couldn't get rid of him. Yeah. Huh. Turns out. Did you see what no they wrote? No No. Do you have it? 
Um, no. You want me to come back with it tomorrow? Sure. But Adidas Letter of Termination, the second paragraph's worth reading. Um, so next up, Scott Dam. I'm sorry. This is not just a this is not a case of just fuck them. It's a case of, oh come on. Um, don't carry gasoline in your backpack. Or get yeah. tased by cops. That's in fact, cops just stop having fucking tasers. <clears throat> well, why do you have gas? Why do you need gasoline in your backpack? He's a motorcyclist. Ah. Yeah. So anyway, um, here he was on an unlicensed motorcycle, uninsured, driving on a revoked license, etc., etc. You can be sure the you can be sure the local police know him. They tried to pull him over. He refused to comply. So they chased him to, apparently, to his house, basically. And he jumps off his motorcycle, and instead of surrendering, right, they've got him dead to rights, he goes running off and stumbles, at which point the cop, instead of shooting him, tasered him. And it set off the gasoline in his backpack. Mm-hmm. And the, you can see on the video, the cop is just, you know, you taser some guy, you don't expect him to explode. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, drops his taser, the cops grabbed a fire extinguisher, dragged him away from the flames, put him out. Um, so, he is expected to live. I expect he's badly burned in a place or two. All right. So, anyway. Hey, I'm fucking thunderstruck they rendered aid. That's not the average. Yep. Yeah. So, anyway, then don't carry gasoline in your back. Cooking spam in a can, but all right uh boomer rex is about damn time tell me the good news i love this so judge amy berman jackson delivered a withering rebuke of convicted capital riot rioter albuquerque head um shortly before slapping him with a 90 month prison sentence yes i saw that yeah that was quite good he was saying he was trying to help the cop and he's on the video, he shouts, I've got one, as he drags him into the crowd. And Judge Jackson, obviously the judges have had about fucking enough of the armed insurrectionists. Oh, yeah. Says, he was your prey. He was your trophy. He was protecting the very essence of democracy, the peaceful transfer of power after a democratic election. He was protecting America. That's who Officer Fanon was. That's what Officer Fanon was doing. And you made choices over and over and over again to go after him. Yeah. No, I, when you drag a cop towards a fucking group of people baying for blood and shout, I've got one, fuck that, you. That's not trying to help. Yeah. See you in three and a quarter years, buddy. Seven years. Time Seven and, and a half. half. Yeah. Cool. Time and a half for good behavior. Oh. Maybe. They're going to get their special wing. Let's see, what else is going on? You ready? I think they should all be separated because them having their own special wing just means that they're just going to keep shouting they're crazy at each other. Yeah, I... I think they should be spread across the fucking country. Yep. I'm down to put them in Gen Pop, but I'm an asshole. I think that's kind of all you can do with these people, really. Yeah. Let them live in the real world. Um, Or put them in a regular protective custody. And they can hang out with all the other creeps and weirdos who can't make it in Gen Pop. Yeah, fair. Dumbass of the day who gets the crown. So, New Hampshire Republican Senate uh, Senate hopeful, uh, Don Bulldog, 
was called out during a debate. He'd been talking about the busloads of people who aren't allowed to vote that had been seen. said, are, are you claiming this happened in New Hampshire, the moderator said. I'm claiming that's what the Granite Staters tell me, and I'm saying we need to respond to that. So they've had 20 months, and they haven't responded at all. They're just passing around the rumors. Yeah. Um, so the moderator asked him whether he thinks he should actually verify the claims from random voters before trying to pass them off as facts during debates. Well, I think we need to verify. Once again, you've had 20 months, sucker. So, anyway. All you need to vote in New Hampshire is a driver's license. So, immediately after that, his opponent then hammered him for trying to sow distrust in the New Hampshire elections without presenting any verifiable evidence. What you just heard from Don Bolduc <coughs> is his continued attempt to stoke the big lie. Don thinks he can ignore, ignore the things that most Granite Staters are interested in. He just doesn't need to accept election results. Yep. So, nice shot. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene's smokescreen of the day. What's bitch whining about now? So she on Wednesday vowed that the GOP will investigate the corporations that stopped donating to Republicans who supported the claims of stolen 2020 election. This is how you take over a country, people. Yep, she was on Steve Bannon's war room, and she said these employers are engaging in industrial communism. The congresswoman who voted against certifying, um, she wants to go after the corporations that cut off contributions to members of Congress who backed the widely debunked claims of massive fraud. You know what they did after January 6th? They stopped donating. All the lobbyists, all the big corporations stopped donating. Yeah, to a whole bunch of my Republican, your insurrectionist, pig-fucking allies. Yes, we know about them. For a hot minute, while everyone was looking. Yeah, well, most of them have been pretty good about that. So, anyway, um, and my response to this is, oh, absolutely. If there's a red tsunami, oh, please go after the corporations. Yep. And that would be hilarious. So... No, and whatever federal agency, I again, yeah. this is a chance. I fuck them up. They're going to right. They run on waste, fraud, and abuse. And I say right, they're going to run on drain the swamp garbage. And I say we fucking drown them in it. Yeah, yeah. Right, and again, just do the standard stuff. Yes, you must take down the names of every lobbyist you meet with. That's yeah. public information. That's the only way. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Force them into living up to the promise of of Citizens United, where. It'll be fine because we'll have some sort of database where we can just check that shit. Yeah. No. So that's fair to me. Do a communications modernization act where you, because every local uh, station that broadcasts political ads has a file anyone who wants can go and look at. It, yep. Saying who bought the ads. Digitize that. All of it. Everywhere. Just make that a requirement. Do you have an FCC license, shithead? Then, then you're going to do, do this. this thing. Yeah. If not, you won't. Don't worry about it. And they'll bitch about cost, and I'll point out no one but gajillionaires owns an FCC license, so fuck off. That's true. Yep. All right. Updates with Boomer Rex Health Threats. So, um, maybe some potential progress on rheumatoid arthritis. It affects about one in a hundred people worldwide, and it causes inflamed, painful, and swollen joints. And it's an autoimmune condition. Your body has attacked the joints. 
Mm -hmm. And we've known for years that this happened. We've just never managed to figure out why. Right. So anyway, there is some research that suggests that there is a specific newly discovered bacterium which is never detected in the feces of healthy people and um, is, has been found in about 20% of those um, that have rheumatoid arthritis. And I don't know what levels are important or whether, yeah. you know, uh, a temporary infection. Anyway, um, you know, it's like uh, ulcers. We now know that ulcers are an infection process. Um, it also know. seems to me that we'd be able to, right, roll some dice on this and see, or run the experiment on it and see by giving rheumatoid kids antibiotics. Well, you have to find one that does the right stuff and so on. And we don't know if it's a switch, that you throw the switch and the T-cells are now activated to okay. go after joints and so on. But it begins to say, okay, what, you know, how might we treat this? How might we reverse the damage that was done, et cetera, et cetera. Um, not real solid research yet. But hey, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, could be a step forward. Oh yeah. All right. So now on to climate weirding. Yeah. So you know, you normally think of Europe as being a nice, pretty green place where there's lots of water and so forth and so on. Um turns out they're now concerned about the glacial melt in the Alps which has provided them with beautiful water for centuries, and now it may be going away. And so they're arguing about who can hold it back and, you know, who can keep it in their hydroelectric ponds and yada, 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 yada. I love how in science fiction, science fiction the Europeans are basically always played by the fancy space creatures. Because, oh no, but seriously though, climate change couldn't fuck with the Alps. Those are too beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> no, motherfucker, us rolling cool over here is going to kill everybody, don't <laughs> you dumb. I would not have left the Irish unattended on a goddamn continent by themselves. But anyway, um, you know, it's beginning to, beginning to soak into some folks. Climate change is a big deal. So maybe we'll actually get started on doing some of the things we said we were going to do. I won't hold my breath. No, uh, I don't plan to either. Well, again, technology is helping somewhat. So, all right. It's all the scientists look like they're about to jump off something high because, mm, well, we're losing the what was it? We're losing the chance for incremental change. Yeah. Well, but by the same token, um, we've installed a lot of solar and wind power. Yeah. That which has directly reduced the carbon. Yeah. That we were right, or it has made it grow more hey, slowly. No, it hasn't about been it. reduced. So, again, yeah, it's the, the right. The carbon we're dealing with right now was released in the 90s. Yeah, well, right. and we're still going. We up. are continued. To, oh, yeah. We will, uh, if we stop tomorrow, we'll keep going up for 40 years. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about where the carbon output is still going. Yes. So, no, and I'm saying if we stop tomorrow, it will continue. Yes. Yep. Takes about 100 years to wash it out. Yep. So we'll see. Yep. Maybe there's a hundred years left in humans. I hope not. So I read a article today. And I have to look more and see if anyone else is saying this or I'm just like randomly trying to fight with one kid over at Salon. But 
was claiming that here's the one married to Will Smith, Jada Pinkett. Jada Smith. Pinkett. Yeah, um, that her show is the inheritor of the Oprah mantle, and like, oh, is uh-uh. that true? Fetch the t- uh, pitchforks and torches now. Then we let the last one get away, and Oprah was the devil. Oprah herself is a fine woman, I'm sure. Um, she spawned Doctor Oz, who mm-hmm. is killing people with quackery, literally, and is trying to get in the Senate because that'll give him even more reach. And Doctor Phil, who was involved in the selling of children. Oh shit! So, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was the whole cash for like not going to the rape them prisons. Or the, excuse me, boot camps and other guys. Um, any of these scared straight things and all that, that is just an excuse to beat and molest kids. So they, they looked at what the Catholic Church was doing, was saying, we could save a bunch of money on candles and we could punch the children. And so, fuck. It's bad. So yeah, if she's the inheritor of this, then cancel her ass now. Yeah, right. no, I'm not I'm a fan old. of Jada Pinkett. I think that she is not a good person, personally, from what I've seen of her and from what I um, have have heard of her. Um, I've never heard good things about her person, um, and she's kind of a okay actress, I guess. Um, but no, I, I just, she's wrecked Will Smith, and I'll never fucking forgive her for that. But um, that's just a personal thing. And at some level, I think she should have shared in his punishment of being banned from the Oscars or whatever oh, God, for a yeah, decade. Because she fucking encouraged that yeah. shit. Yeah. She no, I don't think there's anyone in the room who believes that like, Will Smith got up on stage and slapped Chris Rock if he hadn't been in trouble at that other table. So, yeah. Seems then to me. Okay, that balloon needs Viagra. Aw, sweet cat. Anyway, let's move on to Tremors. We've been loving our Tremors. Okay, so Asshole and I watched uh, Tremors back to per- back to perfection, the third part in the Tremors series. Now, Which I completely forgotten. Yeah, no, um, totally slipped my mind too. But um, we thought that this was the back in time one, but but I actually think that's the Bloodlines yeah. uh, one. So. That's the fifth one. So that was not this one as we had originally thought. Um, this movie was uh, put direct to video in 2001. Um, it was directed by Brent Maddock. Um, and, uh, Michael Gross, Charlotte Stewart, Ariana Richards, Tony Jar. Gennardo and Robert Jane. If you like any of those, get them here. Reprise their roles uh, from their first from the first film. I did like that. It was sort of an old home week aspect to that. Oh, cool. Oh nope. Um, the legend begins is the fourth one, and I think that's the one where okay they go back where it, the sounds good story goes back in line. But that's tomorrow night. We'll confirm that tomorrow. Um, okay, so, uh, let me read the plot summary real quick. So, once again, spoiler alerts, if you haven't seen the movie, um, please pause here, go watch Tremors 3, uh, back to perfection, and then come back. Um, hi, welcome back, hope you enjoyed the movie. Um, let's go a brief description of it, and then, uh, we'll discuss it, and then we'll have some fun quotes. Okay, so... Uh, adventurer Bert Gummer returns to his hometown of Perfection, Nevada after a hunt for shriekers in El Charo, Charco, uh, Argentina. 
since uh, the original graboid attacks, the town's preventative equipment for tracking graboid activities has fallen into disrepair due to uh, the neglect of native residents. Uh, Miguel, uh, Nancy Sterngood, and her daughter Mindy. Uh, Walter Chang's market has been taken over by his niece, Jody, and the town has gained a new resident, Jack, who creates a mock attack for uh, tour, mock attack tours for visiting tourists. One afternoon during one of Jack's tours, his assistant Buford is eaten by an actual graboid. Uh, Jack, Mindy, and Jack's customers manage to escape to warn the town. But Bert determines there are three graboids in the area. The residents begin to take action and kill the graboids, but they are stopped by government agents, uh, Charlie Rusk and Frank Startler, and a protagonist, Dr. Andrew Merlis, who claims the graboids are an endangered species, preventing the humans from hunting them. Jack manages to reach an agreement with the agents that if they capture one live graboid, Bert and the residents will be allowed to kill the remaining two. Bert grudgingly agrees, and he and Jack set out a trap, uh, set out to trap a graboid, while the agents go uh, after another of their own accord. Uh, Melvin Plug, a fellow survivor of the original attacks, approaches Bert in the hopes of buying his land and developing it into a town. After he refuses, a graboid attacks and swallows Bert whole. Uh, Jack lures the graboid to Bert's home, having it uh, fatally collide with the underground concrete barriers surrounding the building. He then uses a chainsaw to free Bert from its belly. Uh, Bert, Jack, Jody, and Miguel later find a badly wounded uh, Merlis. He explains that he and the government agents were ambushed by shriekers from uh, the graboid they were chasing before dying. Uh, while tracking the Shriekers, an albino graboid, they later named El Blanco, uh, meaning the white one in Spanish. El uh, Blanco. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's actually really neat. Uh, traps them on rocks for the night. Uh, after drawing El Blanco away, they find that the Shriekers have molted their skin, becoming winged creatures capable of jet-propelled flight. Miguel is killed by the creature which then crashes on a metal fence, killing itself. Flying, it's falling with style. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bert realizes that chemicals in their stomachs react explosively, enabling their flight. Finding them able to carry graboid eggs, they surmise that they evolved to spread them through flight. Uh, Jody dubs the new species Ass Blasters. Meanwhile, Nancy and Mindy are attacked by an Ass Blaster in town, and hide in a freezer while distracting it with food. Uh, using a mattress as a cover for the ass blasters infrared vision, uh, the group gets to Bert's house, but are forced to flee when an ass blaster attempts to break in. Uh, to keep it from multiplying like its predecessors, Bert uh, rigs his house and his stash of MREs to explode, killing it. However, only after uh, that, they learned that from Mindy that ass blasters do not multiply but fall asleep after eating, as has happened to the one that attacked her and Nancy. The group flees to a junkyard where they build a potato gun from everyday objects to ignite the combustible materials in the ass blaster's stomachs. After they kill four, 
Bert is attacked by El Blanco and pinned down. Realizing that Bert's ultrasonic watch is repeatedly drawing El Blanco to them, Jack takes it and sticks it to the final last blaster, and El Blanco devours it, saving Bert and Jody's lives in the process. In the aftermath, Nancy manages to sell the captive ass blaster, while Jack <clears throat> peruses a romantic relationship with Jody, depressing uh, Mindy, who had a crush on him. Meanwhile, Melvin tries uh, again to approach Bert about selling his land, but Bert informs him that El Blanco is an endangered species and illegal to hunt and formed a mutual unspoken friendship with Bert. Uh, the residents have decided to take precautions in order to live safely alongside it, thus turning perfection into a federally protected graboid reserve and barring Melvin from developing a town. How did that interpret friendship? Um, yeah, I don't think... It, we'll, we'll get into it in just one moment. Uh, Bert then leaves Melvin standing on a rock with El Blanco circling below. So, um, I disagree with some of the characterizations of how they explain the story um again this is definitely um, this um is what happens when the terminally uh, fucking forever alone types on wikipedia write a synopsis no this isn't the best uh you know movie in the series by far but it's interesting it's fun it's funny um it continues and, its fun tradition yeah. of man, uh, it uses chekhov's gun effectively and mm -hmm. uh, i just um it is weird because it's it came out in 2001 which is right around that time when everyone was fucking around with like oh you know the laughing at the epa and stuff and uh the nonsense about endangered animals yeah because <clears throat> the simpsons did a similar episode about an animal that took up residence in homer's beard and couldn't be removed because it was the last of its kind or whatever <laughs> didn't matter that it was sexually attracted to fire or several other things that made it hard to keep alive um Again, it's the right South Park problem of realizing only after the fact of how few screws we had to loosen before. Ah, fuck it. Mm -hmm. But again, it's fun. Um, and having Bert as the main character just makes it that much better because you know Bert. If Bert's involved, then it's it's all about the guns. It's all about it is. Yeah. I, it is also hard and awkward because Bert is almost certainly a sovereign citizen. Right, but you don't get, like, he doesn't ever get into that. Like, he makes talks <laughs> about um, some, you know, historical events in, you know, history, you know, and, and that kind of thing. But he, he never quite goes the, you know, like, hard Trumpy or hard sovereign citizen. He, I, I don't get that feel from him. Yeah. Um, I more get the... Again, it's 2001. Trump's not even a gleam in freaking, I don't know, Putin's eye. Right, I more get like the crazy hunter protect oneself, you know, yeah, the militia bunker thing. down. Gat, yeah. They've got a Gadsden flag, they're a militia shithead, which is tragic because that used to was all of ours. That's one of the things good Southerners and I can get together and be sad about together because I can also understand with the Southerners how they don't see the Confederate flag that way. Right. Now, that's because the South has worked incredibly hard to make sure that kids that grew up with like two nickels to rub together never thought of it or exposed to it as that right right because it's never been driven around your house on the back of pickup trucks of people who are, you were afraid were going to come inside and burn you down right 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 so same thing with the gadsden flag right i love me some u.s history and there's some really great parts about it but damn the people who want to come up with a simple version that fits on a pamphlet that also has you know jesus in there wildly too much so that's my only thing is going forward like 
knowing where that character ends up in real life, right? Because Bert would be on QAnon for sure. Like, and that's tragic. Like, we'll see. I would love to. I cannot wait, and I hope they make an eighth movie just to see how they deal with that shit. Yeah. Because I would love to see Bert be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I love my gay whatever. Yeah. So, but we shall see. I, that just burbles around in the back of my head, but I completely forgot the thing. I love seeing everyone from the first movie back. That's always fun for me. As yeah. I said, it uses Chekhov's gun well. Again, it's got the best thing of all horror movies where the budget is so low for the amount of good effects you get. Yeah, the budget isn't even listed on the Wikipedia, which is yeah. what I was just reading from. That's how low it is. I think it was $6 million this time. <laughs> Again, it's 2001, so the CGI is at the fucking worst of the worst. Yeah, they do yeah. at least have some handful of Muppets, I, but... I will also say that um, with the Graboids, um, the, the first movie, they're, like, huge, right? Yeah. And in this, in in you know next movies, they they seem to be much smaller. Yeah. Um. I don't know if that's just it made more sense to make them smaller for you know whatever. But I don't think that much thought was put into it. No. Yeah. Uh, but I your puppets. I do like that they do throw in an explanation. Yes, for, that was what I wanted to say. Yeah. I love that it uh, soft science is more of its stuff than any other thing I've ever seen in the horror world. Because um, you need to have some sort of reason why these creatures go yeah. from being, you know, these worms. underground worms yeah. to above ground little guys that run around, and then now all of a sudden they're flying. Yeah. Um, well, and it's it's well within the like golden zone of monster movies right we know why godzilla's big underwater nuclear tests mm -hmm. and that is shown mm -hmm. so that is part and has always been on the giant ants we know again nuclear weapons right so you have to that's how you that's the deal you make that's why jaws 2 is kind of okay because yeah i guess the shark's back for revenge maybe i don't is it the same shark back for dinner sure and the third Jaws movie where he is a fucking right Godzilla esque sized kai. I guess we call them the kaiju now. Like motherfucker eats an underwater tube. Humans walk in. Oh, cool. You need to show me the glow in the dark like bit of Jersey that Jaws has come from. Yeah, and I am fine with that. Show me the the migratory pattern of this species or whatever of right this bloodline of thing. Well, even that shark shark game that we like so yeah. much that video game does a wonderful job of you know this is obviously a fantasy world in which you play this shark and you can eat yeah, people and stuff get electro yeah. Tea. But yeah at least again they explain that and i this the fact that they right have the animals fly from a binary chemical reaction <laughs> that's fucking brilliant nature can do those yeah well, I, it's one of those things that always bugs me in movies and stuff or really anything where they're like, well, you know, these humans are telepathic. Just tell me what organ you think would grow to do that. Right? I'd be happier if you were making it they were verbally talking in frequencies we can't hear. Um, again, there were some, some good lines. Um, and again, they're better if you're watching the movie. But um, in, one, in one instance, Bert is talking to the feds. And he says, um, you guys just do what you do best. Find something simple and complicate it. Uh, and that's good. It was a good hitting line. I liked it. Um, 
then uh it's fun it's also the snark that burned the union down yeah again this is just a fun horror movie um don't take any political references it's just for fun um another good line from bert is is your head up the ass for the up your ass for the warmth i like that one yep that one was good um let's see uh, Bert says at one point in the movie, uh, and people called me paranoid. Jack says, I never thought you were paranoid. And Miguel says, I did, but not, not no more. Yep. <laughs> and that was good. Um, Bert at one point says, well, let's assess the situation. And Jack says, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. No, um, but anyway, so that's kind of like the main um thing it, it is a good movie it's fun yeah. um and then there's another line um susan chang who is you know the now is the owner the niece of chang is now the owner of the downtown store um and one of the lines she says to jack and bert is uh you two definitely need to be supervised and that That's was pretty that was pretty funny um now Asshole and I both disagreed with the end description of Bert becoming friends with it. it. It's not that Bert becomes friends with it. What he does is he, um, they have been getting, you know, killing these graboids using the little cars, the little RC vehicles. And when they found out that that watch, because Bert had this watch that is somehow yeah. connected to the yeah. time and colorado or something but anyway um it uh released this frequency so he ends up buying like a bunch of these watches and putting them on the rv and then driving the rv around so that the gravel chases yeah. it yeah um and that's how he traps miguel on the rock with the graboid yeah um and that's funny um but no i <laughs> I don't think he considered it his friend. I don't think he likes it. I think that... It... And more importantly, the Graboid doesn't consider him a friend. Right. Right. He found a way to manage it. Yeah. He is not going to be Siegfried and Roy. No. Well, I guess just Siegfried or Roy, whichever one got bit. Right. Um, but anyway, it, 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 it is a fun... It is a fun story. Um, again, you have to kind of, like, you know, let yourself get into it. Yeah. And um, at the beginning, it's a little... And I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. This movie has a lot more contrived lines and contrived parts of it, but kind of sort of like what are, what are you gonna do? Like it's a cheap, you know, monster horror fun movie. You know what I mean? It is what it is, and for what it is, I do enjoy it. Again, still doesn't beat the first Tremors, um, and it's not even. I wouldn't even say it's anywhere close to the second. Um, as far as, but, but it introduces this new type of graboid, yep. which, so we went from graboids to shriekers and now we have ass blasters. And that is the other like thing it does that is right out of how to do it for monster movies is you have to show more of the life cycle. Um, mm -hmm. we may actually end up having to watch the critter series or at least some of that mm -hmm. because it is very much exactly in the same vein of right monster horror movie. That stay that hewed closer to the horror side of the tree, right? And it's not gore or anything else. It's just very scary. Not even very scary, but it has very scary bits well done. Right. Um, another 
uh, one of the things that I will say makes this movie like if we ever do come to a movie that you know in this series that you don't need to continue the I, I will say you don't need to watch this you can just skip to the next one this one you really kind of do need to watch if you are watching the series um because it does have uh details of what happened with previous characters where they are now what yeah. they're doing um, builds more it, of the universe than exactly it, it start it connects you back around so now you can see what's going on in other parts of the world um while you're just in perfection okay. nevada so um it helps like you said world building um there's some good world building in it so cool. it's exciting um it's fun and it's silly it is very silly i will give you that but i i again liked it i enjoyed it and i'm looking forward to the next one so there you go. good things trevor series conspiracy theory oh really yeah what you want to know why biden decided that uh covid was over and the kids had to be back in school uh the standardized testing companies were taking a hit and they're big money for democrats anyway as i said absolutely as no far as I know, conspiracy yeah. theory so far i haven't done any research into it but it i could see why people would want to believe it yeah yeah well and it, i it comes from the parts of the left that think we're going to win if we're honest or true or something as opposed to playing goddamn politics fair <clears throat> all right so don't forget to check out tremors and yes. while you're doing that comment like subscribe heart follow review smash, smash that, that like button, button on, on youtube, YouTube. Go to Boomerang tonight. No spaces on Facebook for fun memes and a link to our Patreon. Give us a dollar. You can find us on YouTube as Boomerang. So check your favorite podcasting favorites for Boomerang tonight. We can be found in over a dozen different platforms, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Samsung Podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at Boomerang tonight. And if you Google Boomerang tonight, no spaces. All links will lead you to us. We love y'all. We will have Tremors Four for you tomorrow, and it right. is also Friday. So we love y'all. We'll see you back here tomorrow night for more Boomer Rex tonight. Good night.